0: Hello, it's Pastor Julie, and we are in our second installment of the series Welcome to the New at the start of 2022, and today we're talking about setting the vision, and our scripture is from Colossians chapter 1, 3 through 10. In our prayers for you, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, you have heard of this hope before in the word of the truth, the gospel that has come to you. Just as it is bearing fruit and growing in the whole world, so it has been bearing fruit among yourselves from the day you heard it and truly comprehended the grace of God. This you learned from Epaphras, our beloved servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, and he has made known to us your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard it, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him as you bear fruit in every good work and as you grow in the knowledge of God, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So what did you want to be when you grew up? I know some of you haven't actually grown up yet, so then the question is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Now, I think I've shared before that when I was young, I wanted to be a teacher who was also a wife and mother. So with that vision in mind, I developed a plan to become a teacher. When I was in elementary school, I practiced in the summer with my brother and sister and my friends, setting up a little classroom in the garage, complete with worksheets and lessons. When I got older, I talked to some of my teachers to see what I'd need to do to achieve that goal. Now, yes, there were some who said, don't do it. But the majority had positive, encouraging words and gave me advice and direction so I could become the teacher I dreamed of being. I had the vision. I knew what I wanted my life to look like when I became a productive adult in society. It's always good to have some sort of vision, some goal in life. It helps you figure out the next steps to take in your life. And we know some famous examples of people with a vision, like Henry Ford, who was very talented at machine work and had a vision of making an automobile that everyday middle class people could afford. It took some time, but that's what gave birth to the Model T. Then there was Nelson Mandela, who dreamed of a South Africa where all people, no matter the color of their skin or background, would be free and live together in peace as one. And he took the steps necessary to make that happen, no matter how hard the struggle or the opposition he faced. It may not have been perfect, but he finally achieved that goal, one that people said would never happen. Or who could forget Amelia Earhart, who had the dream of being a pilot in a world where that was not the norm for women, doing whatever it took to not only become a pilot, but one that set many records as she went along, inspiring many young women along the way, like Sally Ride, the first American woman astronaut in space. Sometimes all they had was a dream, a vision, not knowing how or when it would happen, but they had faith and pursued that vision. Now last week, we talked about the new year and looking forward to the new things God will do in 2022. And that's all well and good, but where will those new things lead us? Things have been changing all around us, and one thing this pandemic has taught us is that nothing stays the same, and any plans we have can crumble right before our eyes in an instant. How do we have a dream, a vision? When everything is changing so much and we don't even know what tomorrow will look like, let alone the future. But we do need a vision. We can't move forward if we don't have a clue which direction to go. When I knew I wanted to be a teacher, I could formulate a plan to get there. So what do we do when we don't know the vision, don't know where we're headed because things are changing so fast? I see this kind of uncertainty taking hold all around us as the number of people quitting their jobs and pulling up stakes where they've been for many years is increasing exponentially. They don't even seem to feel they need to have a plan. They just don't like where they are, and so they're leaving for something they think might be better. Is that what we're supposed to do in this pandemic world, just start walking and see where we end up? What kind of vision is that? Proverbs 29.18 says that people without a vision perish. Now, mostly, it says that because if we don't know where we're heading, then there's no real purpose to life, so we can die. Just like going on vacation, if you don't have a destination, how will you get there? In this constantly changing world, we might not feel we have a vision, especially when it comes to our church and its ministries and missions. But God gives us all, individuals and churches, a vision that we can move towards even if we don't have a clear picture of what our ultimate destination might look like. What is that vision and how do we get there? Well, Paul's opening of his letter to the church in Colossae gives us clues to this vision. So let's dig in. In verse 3, he begins by saying, In our prayers for you, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what reason does he give for his thankful attitude? He talks about the holy triad of Christian traits, faith, hope, and love. They have faith in Jesus, they have love for all the saints, and they have hope because they have believed in the word of truth, the gospel message of Jesus Christ. They could have chosen not to believe, but they do believe, and they are now fully embracing the hope laid up for them in heaven through their faith, shown in their love for the saints. Now because of their faith, hope, and love, two things have happened in and among them. One, they are bearing fruit, and two, they are growing in their wisdom and knowledge of God. Bearing fruit is another way of saying, doing good works. And as we know from Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This shows us how a person born in the Spirit, renewed and recreated in Christ, should look. A person fully embracing their faith in Christ should live their lives bearing this fruit, doing good works, having these traits on display for the world. So I want you to take a moment and close your eyes. What would you expect to see in someone who had this kind of faith? What does a person who lives like this look like in your mind? Take a moment to picture that in your head. Now think about a church. What is happening in a church when a church can be described using all the fruit of the spirit and bearing fruit in the way of good works in their community? Take a moment to picture that in your head. Now this is the hard part. Is that what you look like? How people would describe you? Is that how you see Asbury? Is that how our community sees us? Paul sets this vision of what people who claim faith in Christ look like, how the world sees them. It is also a vision of how a church is called to live in their communities, how they are seen by the world by what they do. This is the vision. We don't set it by ourselves. God has already given us this vision of what his people, his churches, are supposed to look like, both to him and to the world. But how do we get there? After bearing fruit, the second result of faith Paul mentions is growing in the wisdom and knowledge of God. Now this is crucial because we can't find our place in God's vision without knowing who God is, without learning more and more about who we are called to be. And we can only learn that by reading God's word, going deeper and deeper in our faith until God's vision becomes our vision. We will never know God, about God, or what God wants for our lives in one hour a week or maybe a month because going to worship on Sunday once a week or once a month can't help us grow in the knowledge of God. Have you ever tried to pass a test you only studied for once a week or once in a while? One thing I learned in school is that studying for a test took intentional, dedicated effort, and it never went well if I waited until the last minute. Paul sets the vision in our passage today. People of God bear fruit, and grow in the knowledge and wisdom of God. Why? So they can live lives pleasing to him and know God's will. That is our ultimate goal as followers of Jesus Christ, bearing fruit in all our good works and growing in the knowledge of God so we will be filled with the knowledge of God in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. In other words, as we serve one another in love, As we go into the world and share the message of Jesus Christ, we move closer to becoming who God is calling us to be, closer to that vision. As we learn about God through his word, through worship, through other spiritual disciplines, we get a deeper understanding of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And that leads us to bearing more fruit, which leads us to a better understanding of God's will. And on and on it goes, serve and grow, bear fruit and gain wisdom. But how does all that help us discern the vision God has specifically for each one of us or for Asbury? We know we're not called to be all things to all people. So what exactly are we supposed to be doing? How do we get there? Well, after many winding side trails in my life, I've discovered that even when we think we have a good handle on what our lives are supposed to look like, God may still have a different plan. I just knew I was supposed to be a teacher. I made plans for that. Yet, when I got to college, circumstances happened that didn't let me be what I knew I wanted to be all my life. I ended up in healthcare instead. I worked as a respiratory therapist for over 17 years and then decided to get back to my original vision. I went back to college and got a degree that allowed me to teach high school science in Delaware. I thought I was finally on the right track, doing what God created me to do all along. But almost as soon as I started teaching, God called me to be a pastor. I did get to teach for a few years. But that was only to prepare for my ultimate teaching job, being an ordained elder in the United Methodist Church. I never in a million years would have chosen that for myself. It wasn't even on my radar until it was the only way to go. And I tell you that because I believe it's important to understand that the vision we have, that we all have, is to follow Christ. And we know what that looks like, bearing fruit and growing in the knowledge of God. And how that looks in each of our lives and in our individual churches, how, much, how it manifests itself will be different. And sometimes we know how we're going to get there, but sometimes we don't have a clue. See, I rely every day on what Jesus says in Matthew 6. Don't worry about tomorrow because today has enough worries of its own. In other words, the profession we have, the relationship status we have or don't have, the family, the children, the education, the specifics of who we are, where we live, only matter today. They could change in a minute. The most important thing for those who follow Christ is to keep the vision of bearing fruit and growing in the knowledge of God front and center, no matter where we find ourselves or what we're doing each day. As we move into 2022, our church will be discerning how we can live into the vision God has for Asbury. We will talk about the missions and ministries, the maintenance of our buildings, changes in leadership structures, living into the command to make disciples for Jesus Christ. Ultimately, that is the one goal anyone, any church should have, and it should be behind every decision they make about their life in the world. Our vision statement is Asbury United Methodist Church, is where the word of God and the love of Jesus Christ is shared with all, building God's kingdom one life at a time. Our mission statement is, Asbury United Methodist Church welcomes all to become disciples that worship, grow, serve, and share God's love in Jesus Christ. All the choices and decisions we make will be based on these statements, based on our knowledge and love of Jesus Christ. We will do whatever we can to grow into the knowledge of God so we can discern the will of God, what Christ is calling us to do and how we are called to live as God's people, and specifically as God's church. John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, lived by three simple rules, and I believe they apply to any follower of Christ. Do good, do no harm, stay in love with God. Doing good is the bearing fruit part, and that tags up with doing no harm. And then growing in the wisdom and knowledge of God is staying in love with God. What will you look like to the world? What will your life look like if you follow these three simple rules? What will Asbury look like? How will we live in our community and with one another if we simply follow these three simple rules? God does not give us a set path to walk. As we are well aware from our pandemic experience, we can make all the plans we want and watch them fade into darkness in a red hot minute. How will we discern where God is leading us? May well happen by taking one step at a time, one mission at a time, one connection at a time, one relationship, one ministry at a time. We will pray, pray, and pray some more. Read our Bibles, worship together, study, and grow in the knowledge of God together. As we go, we will try new things along the journey to becoming the church God envisions. Some of the things we do will seem successful, and some may not look successful at all. The wonderful thing about being faithful in God's kingdom and just doing whatever we can to share the gospel is that even one small effort can change the entire world. And we may never even know it was our efforts that started that change. Success in God's world is being faithful, not numbers, not perceived impact, So be patient as we try new things. Be encouraging. Don't start by saying, that will never work. We just won't know. And that's the truth. And as for you, do something new in your own life. Bear fruit by doing good works. Let the vision of bearing fruit and growing in the knowledge of God drive your decisions and your goal of becoming a more faithful disciple of Jesus Christ, one day, one action at a time, then become part of the journey here at Asbury to help us become the church God is calling us to be. I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be a pastor, yet it has been the greatest joy of my life. We should be open to anything every opportunity God will bring to us today, anticipating what God will do tomorrow. What joys await us? What good works can we do? The sky is the limit. Do good. Do no harm. Stay in love with God and answer Christ's call to go and make disciples. That's a great vision and the only one that matters. Amen.